Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. My name is Commissioner Humphreys. Today, I'm hanging out with, I have the honor, I should say, of hanging out with our current champion and a former champion, the only two champions in our league's history at the moment, <laughs> Tyler the Twister and Colin the third place Bernier. Welcome in, boys. Woo! What's up? What's up, Tyler? Champ? What up, old champ? Yeah. Good place is good, Colin. Good place yeah. is good with your squad. Thank you. Just proud of yourself. Yeah. Lucky. Yeah, we got three of the top four on the pod today, and um, we'll have to get Matt on at some point because I'm <laughs> sure he'll want to talk four. as well. <laughs> yeah, I'll sh- I'll put myself in there. You know, can't you know? Top four is not bad. Negative. We had the group text going. Yeah, the group text was fun running through the playoffs. Or I should say, like the final four, I guess. Um, yeah. So the season is over. It's pretty pretty weird. I get on the app like three or four times a day to look yeah. at nothing. Yeah, me too. I'm to like, look oh, at what am I doing? A bunch of yeah. guys that are fucking out this week, and um, to say to see the thing that says basically better luck next year because I fucking didn't place in the top three. So yeah, pretty depressing. I'm sure. For you guys, it's not quite as depressing and probably looking forward to the banquet. I know, oh, I, yeah. Tyler, you're going to get your trophy. Colin, you're going to be the yeah. one to hand it to him. Sweet. It is weird looking on here, Nick. Did you see that? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. You got yeah. the third place trophy. And for me, <laughs> it says like better luck next year or like nice try. It says nice try with a fucking thumbs up. Some bullshit. And I got fourth place. So I'm probably the same as everybody else who didn't fucking win that's it's the worst to get fourth place the absolute worst it's yeah i don't want to talk about it okay. yes who got, especially, who got with, fourth the, place yeah, last especially year? with his squad and with know. his squad too yeah someone let me see we got league history now so wait a minute why does it not show me league history now so I was going to check who got fourth place last year because, yeah, it really does suck. I think it might have been Angi. But, um, oh, no, he got – maybe he got second last year. Anyways, Tyler, let's talk about your team. Sounds you good. I mean you, – You had mentioned to me earlier that you think there is a decisive turning point in your season – and it oh, was yeah. not the Jamar Chase trade. It was had nothing to do with the season. It was preseason. Preseason. Holy shit. Yeah. All right, let's hear it. I mean, I had to think I had to think hard about this one. I'm like, where did I where did I win the championship at? What day was it? And it was when we were doing our little games at the beginning of the year for the draft. And when I sucked down those six beers, you know, <laughs> and got and got second place. I mean that was painful, but Dude, when you I did got that, you got second in that, second in the beer chug in that. Good for that, that was fucking good hard. Uh-huh. So, uh, so what pick or what was, cho- like uh, order were you in for the draft? Like which? I what think place I was did like you get to pick. I think I was like right in the middle, but before that, I was like towards the end. Near the bottom. So, yeah, so I had to do well in that competition, and I did. Then I ended up getting three, and I got my boy, Christian McCaffrey. All right. Well, you know what? I like to wow. hear that you're putting stock in, like, actually trying in the draft order competitions because I think they're a fun part of Ooh, the league. Yeah. So hom- hopefully everybody's into them, and hopefully people see the importance. Like Tyler, I mean, he's putting his championship on the back of his – draft which boiled down to the draft which is true which is true cmc oh dude hell yeah tyler you had looking at from hindsight at the from the end of the season dude your draft was brilliant all these guys and granted i don't think you had any major injuries none i was so lucky clearly is a great way to go about winning a championship especially if you have Players that you like, and you, clearly you do. You drafted all these players except Jamar, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at your lineup from just this last week. 
So all these players but Jamar, and obviously Jamar Chase would start on anybody's roster. So, yeah, I mean, what a draft to start the season and then just the whole way through, relying on your guys. It's a gorgeous lineup. If you look I mean, at yeah, I got lucky with not getting it, having any injuries. I mean, I had Jamar Chase injured when I traded him for Ongi, but then he came right back and balled out. Because I will say that was that was a little I was kind of I mean I Jamar Chase but he was hurt and I was kind of not sure on that trade and you were right. Oh, you know what? I forgot you had Harrison Bucker, who was injured at the beginning of the season. Oh and yeah, you kept him on your bench. You kept him on your IR. You kept <laughs> him on your bench for the longest time. And he, honestly, he paid off. He was a reliable kicker. I think at the end of the season, at least for. A few points. So, hey, you that hey rode with the boys though. Even yeah, way to hurt. way to push through yeah. adversity with that injury. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I played him. I think I was against, yeah, I was against Colin, and he you was had out. him. I was like, God damn, him, the Chiefs' defense, and Travis Kelsey. So, Travis Kansas Kelsey City light over there, consistent stud. He is a stud. My team was just very consistent all um, year. Let me ask you about Travis Kelsey actually because we kind of talked at the beginning of the season and you were like sounding maybe a little annoyed perhaps that you drafted this guy and he's got high like stock on your team but he's a tight end so he's forced into your flex spot so it kind of made yeah. it a little challenging I think at some point for you because you yeah, know you're going to start him and but, that's when that's when Devontae Smith was balling out. Like right. he was struggling at the beginning of the year. So right. I was like, dang, I wish I could just put Travis Kelsey up in one of those wide receiver spots. And then I had like Jamal Williams and AJ Dillon I could have put in flex. Um Dude, the then Travis Kelsey Devontae, pick. Yeah. That I was like just that. an anchor on your team. Yeah. He got you through right. like the first weeks before Devontae Smith turned on. He did. Before CeeDee Lamb. Before we really yeah. knew CeeDee Lamb was like one of the top 10 receivers in the league basically at that point. And yeah, Travis yeah. Kelsey got you through. I mean, he kind of slowed down later in the season. He did, but I didn't I need him like, later in the season. That's when C.D. Lamb and Devontae Smith really picked it up. He, and He was still getting you in the teens, which is yeah. reliable. What do you, you think know, his average start. was? Tw- pretty close to 20 probably. Um, like 19.9. Oh, dang. That's the 2022 season for our league. Yeah, he was obviously the number one tight end. We'll have to look at the players, like all the players, but he ha- I'm he had 318 points on the season. That's pretty fucking good. That's more than CeeDee Lamb had. That's more than Travis Etienne had. That's more than Justin Herbert had, and he's a quarterback. Wow. Yeah, Herbert Tyler, what do you think about Herbert this year? He was disappointing. Yeah, he I agree. Wasn't slinging it like I thought he would. Imagine Tyler's team if Herbert was actually a baller. Like right. getting 25 to 30 points. A whole Dude, it would fucking be, shit. It would have yeah, been it would have been unreal. I almost played up Brock Prudy that championship game. I was thinking about it. I mean, oh my. it won't have made the outscore. Herbert, are, Herbert had 18. I think he had like 18 or 19 too. So they're pretty close. I would have debated that too. Uh, I was thinking about Brock it. Purdy. I mean, the same. I think San Fran's going to win the Super Bowl. Me too. I like him. Don't you think Justin Herbert? I mean, I know it's a moot point at this point, but don't you think Justin Herbert is more reliable for 15 points than Purdy? Yeah. Yeah. So at, I would looking at more. the rest of your roster, I would have just been like, I'll take the 15 points because yeah. he's not the guy I need to go off. And he didn't. Yeah, he just and all the rest of you guys okay. did what they needed to do. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That was a good week last week. I, mean, I, felt made... bad. I felt bad for you on Christmas Eve, Humpies. Watching that Dallas Eagles game, you had to be <laughs> fucking furious, I... man. Oh, man, dude. I, I don't thought... want to relive it, but yeah. It was, uh... I, dude, Oof. unreal the way it all played out. It's just <laughs> like, and, and now that when was you look Christmas at... Eve, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Literally, Christmas Day, I woke up and I was like pissed. 
It took me a few hours into the day to just fucking forget about fantasy because it was it's your bullshit presence, Kelly. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And I, but like I went to bed knowing I was losing. But, yeah, I mean, and I was and I was a little I was a little buzzed up. You guys know I was texting the group, dropping a bunch of f bombs. <laughs> I was pissed. F fantasy. Fuck uh, fantasy. No, but I feel you though. That sucks. Fuck Derek Carr. Yeah, that Devontae. And then Devontae goes off. Dude, Devontae Smith and CeeDee Lamb go off. I mean, just please. That's my God. I mean, and obviously I can't. I just can't. Your team is going to do that every week. Like, so I pretty much expected that. And then just to see, like, the way. Whose defense did you have? Denver's defense, maybe? Someone's yeah, defense. Yeah, they got negative points. Negative oh, points. Oh, it's just demoralizing dude yeah i mean and then I oh thought... you know what i put it behind me and i'm like you know what fuck it like can't win everyone but i can get third place again second year in a row like look i'm playing colin the guy that sneaks into the playoffs seven to seven in the regular season i mean it's not gonna be a pushover guys guys a brilliant fantasy coach you know manager and then boom his team just goes off and I put another fucking basically just played the burger. Giants. Yeah, and I I was projected like, like one seventeen or something. Oh, unreal, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing, Colin. I I didn't. I thought you had no shot to be honest, Colin. Well, I, that's I can't even believe the Giants. I just the Giants. Yeah. Obviously, I think anybody looking at mine and Colin's matchup there would have preferred to have my team. But I will say this: the positive point of like Colin's situation there is he's got total freedom and he can yeah. play the matchups of the week basically at every position yeah and like yep. m- maybe it's not ideal because you're playing waivers and shit but like maybe you have some pieces on your team that but, are sort of like I, it was just kind of like dude fuck it who i mean it might as well yeah, try you're this. playing upside for basically yep. every single player on my and then my roster not to say it's like a bad way to go but i was just like locked in i'm like just got to play the guys i got to play hope yeah. it works that's how I felt too. There's no, you know, there's no not like I can't. Really I can't. Tyler, were you yeah. were you set a lineup? And, were, you pretty much were for the most part. The only lineup, thing I was thinking the about was Herbert or Prudy. That's the only thing I was thinking yeah. about. And yeah, defenses, the rest of your lineup is locked too. in. Yeah, but it was Chiefs against. Who they even? Pulse? Dude, I, I definitely would have played Denver that game, that week. You guys played. I can't believe they got negative points. Yeah, I was. I was. Lucky oh yeah, to Tyler, that was. That. Like Colin even said, like if you got to pick one defense that week, it was Denver, and somehow know, they had negative points. Oh, that was. I scooped up a bunch of the defenses because I knew I'm like, all right, Dude, these I guys on my bench. All that. I'm not going to play these guys on my bench. You're not a championship player. Right. Get the hell off my team. I'm going to load up on freaking defenses, and then like, oh, hold them off. If I don't play them, no one else will have them. So. Dude, you you made Smart. exactly the moves you should be making in that situation. You yeah, had your starting lineup locked in, and you're like, who am I going to start? Okay, all these guys keep a couple backups, and basically you you had like a couple handcuffs, like Travis Etienne's handcuff. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, all right, now who? Now we need to play matchups in these positions, which is kick or uh, defense for you. You load it up on defenses, and then boom, look what happened. I I mean, it was literally we- perfect. I was going on and looking to pick up a defense because I had New England, so I wasn't looking that much. And I'm like, every single defense I want to pick up, I'm like, who the fuck has them? Tyler. Yep. Yeah, I have like four defenses. Tyler, yeah. I, I will say like, if the Jamar Chase trade, I said in earlier that it was basically insurance, but what that did is it consolidated your team and then you locked in Jamar Chase at that flex spot. So that's what really let you do that with the defenses because you didn't have to worry about because you're like, yeah, all right, I know I'm playing these guys. And you had some nice pieces on the bench and like A.J. Dillon. Yeah, maybe was working his way into potentially needing to be a starter on your in your roster. But like over who? Yeah, I don't know. It's just nice to have him there in case one of those guys got injured. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Then I had I could have flexed him. Then I could have moved Jamar Chase up to wide out. Yeah, I was feeling pretty good. But like, that's, like you that's said, Humphreys, 
my team was locked in, and based off the matchups, there's some matchups. I'm like, shit. Like, I think Jamar Chase had to go to New England. I'm like, he might – that might be a dud game for him. Yep. But I'm like, you, you cannot – you can't not play him. You can't not start him. Yeah. Which gets me nervous, but I was lucky my other boys went off. Yep. But I want to <laughs> say, like, whew. I like I didn't have to make many changes at all throughout the year. And big shout out to Collins team. I mean, that's big brain football right there. Big Been brain football, the, baby. A lot of pickups. I mean, he had central gate uh, name next year, Colin. Oh, dude, that's I gotta remember that. You big had brain. Denver's whole team, and they're like the worst team in the NFL. And you got third place. That's dude, amazing. That is amazing. I, I did I I literally predicted Denver to win the Super Bowl. How wrong could I have been? Oh yeah. <laughs> That is <laughs> well, you, just like, are they locked out of the playoffs? Team. Yeah, they have to be. I don't know. Oh, yeah, for sure. I guess, yeah, with that division. Are you gonna think about doing the same thing next year, Colin, for draft strategy? Or ah, dude, I might have to rethink it, but yeah, diversify. I mean, I, I'm just gonna go with my gut, and if it doesn't yeah. work like this year, I'll just figure it out. Like, you're not looking to draft a bunch of the same team when you're drafting, it's just like. Those are the value. Those are the guys that are valuable at that point in the draft. However, it does sway my like between two guys. I'll who I think is going to be the better team. Oh yeah, yeah, being on the better team with so many Denver players. (laughs) Well, you thought wrong about the Denver. (laughs) Yeah, big time. I guess more just the Denver offense. The Denver defense was good. Did you draft them? Probably not. It's probably like the one had their kicker. Russell, their running back, Jerry Judy. I think that's it. <laughs> All right, Tyler, should we look into your team stats a little bit? I'd like to hear them. Yeah, we can. All right. I want to know who got the most points on my team. So McCaffrey? The most points on your team? I'm going to say. That's a good question. I actually don't have those. Statistics. We can probably look. I can definitely look them up right now, actually. Team, Nick, that's a good one to add. Team MVP. Team oh. MVP. Just like yeah. just the most points on your team. Which, is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. That works. All right. So I, I have your team. It doesn't really show me like in order of best to worst all your players, but we can – use this basically i think the mvp of your team would have to be christian mccaffrey he's got the the highest average which means like the highest points basically 378.36 points 23.6 average that's insane that is good averaging 23 points that's insane i knew if he stayed healthy that I'd, i'd have a shot did he have did he have like one single bad game, or was he just pretty much? I feel like he just always was putting up at least like fifteen. At least points. like fifteen, yeah. Let me look. I mean, even um, that one. He had a, one a nine point game against Kansas City. Oof. A ten point game against New Orleans, and then after that, the next lowest is fifteen. That was against Washington in week 16, which could have been important. Not as important for Tyler, the way it played out. But Who was his opponent that week? That was the first week of the playoffs, and he hmm. played. Blake. Oh, Blake. No, I played Blake. So I guess that was important. I was thinking that was the last week of the regular season. Man, my. Uh, the other crazy my... thing is he got traded to San Francisco after yeah. week six. And he had 16, 21, 19, 26, 24, 24 in the first six weeks with the Panthers. Then he gets traded to San Francisco. And let's be clear here. That was obviously an upgrade for Christian McCaffrey. This The San Francisco's offense is just so much more conducive to scoring, number one. And number two, they have so many more offense or they have so many more weapons in their offense, which makes it harder for defenses to just play against them. So Christian McCaffrey 
on any given week, his ceiling is so high. And then his floor is high too because they're because he's their starting running back. He's going to get touches. He's going to get touches around the goal line. And the cherry on top is he is one of the best pass-catching running backs in the NFL. And so the fact that he stayed healthy the whole season, obviously with his track record, is amazing for him and obviously worked wonder. That's why you that's why you take him with your first pick in the draft. Yep. yep. Tyler, were you nervous when they did that trade at all? Or were you like, oh, no. like oh, I was pumped yeah. because I mean if he would have stayed on Carolina, he would have put up good numbers still. But I don't think the touchdowns would have been there. And then what are they playing for late in the season? Nothing. Not much. So they're not gonna they're not gonna give him a big workload. But San Fan, when he went there, I'm like, yes, that's a winning team. They're yeah. gonna be playing meaningful games late in the season when I need him to ball out and that's how it worked out. Did you have him in your other league? So Tyler, I did. I don't I have to, him did we say this on the pod? Oh my he's God. A, he's a double league champ. Heck yeah. You had him and ETN? On in both I had teams. both of those guys, yeah. Then I had AJ Brown in that league and uh Josh how, Allen. How much did you win in that league? It's like two hundred some. Oh, it's still good. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Nice. I'll take it. And it's nice Blake and Tom are in that league too. So it's like <laughs> fuck <laughs> you guys. Double. Suckers. Yeah. Yeah. Lick my dick. I win every league. <laughs> dude. Hell of a season for UT. My God, yeah. double champion. Oh, yeah. It's great. I'm enjoying it now because uh, it's not going to last. Man, it's just hey, tough, man. It is. But, dude, I, to, I think the odds to win two separate leagues with, like, different players is probably crazy. That's hard. So, Devontae Smith coming on at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Like, also was a huge part of propelling you to the championship. So, he finished the season as the number nine receiver in our league. Dude, that is insane. What was C.D. Lamb? Let me see. C.D. Lamb finished six. So, you had two top ten receivers two top 10 receivers that and is basically nice. i mean let's see where, where travis kelsey would have fell in there yeah he had 318 points cd lamb had 296 points they were pretty close Devonte smith had 250 points dude he would have been like the receiver one or two travis kelsey or i don't know i, I shouldn't say that but he would have finished above both of your receivers tyler dang yeah. If he was a wide receiver, was, was your format in the other league the same as this with the 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 spots? Oh, Roster we don't spots? have a tight end. It's one quarterback, two running backs, and then four flexes. Okay, but you yeah, four flexes and then kicker. That's a keeper league. So a keeper league, I think it's a lot. It's a lot easier to stay dominant in the league, like. And it's age league that I won, and I oh, won yeah. back to back to back years in there because I had I had McCaffrey. I've had McCaffrey, and he was that's when he was healthy, and oh, I had Camara. I just had a stacked team. Yeah, and it's like hard to if your team's going to stay healthy, it's going to be hard to beat a team. Having, like, oh, having a keeper league does that make you like? Does that influence who you drafted this for this league? Probably. Like, yeah, because I mean, it goes off all the time. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, ETN, might as well grab him. I got him in my other league. So, interesting. Go, go big or go home. Yeah, I think at the beginning when we had that like preseason or like it was like second week when I was on the podcast, I I was saying like my season really depends on McCaffrey and ETN for fantasy. Like, if they, if McCaffrey would have got hurt, oh, it would have been an awful fantasy season for me. And also ETN didn't even like that. He shared genuinely shared the backfield the first couple of weeks of the season before mm-hmm. he took it over. And then they traded off um, Robinson, I think. And, and then the backfield was fully his, but like for you to have that vision for him to be a, you know, a number I one in the league. Yeah. yeah. 
I wouldn't have. That was a good I thought, that was big brain. I thought he was going to catch the ball more. So I was kind of surprised by yeah. that because I knew he was a receiving back. So I'm thinking next year he is going to – I'm going to try and draft the same damn team I have this year. Yeah, year. I mean, honestly, the team is like, only going to get better. Too bad this isn't a keeper league. Oh, just keep no. everyone. It, it would keep be, the whole roster. Your team yeah. would be unreal. But uh, I was I wanted to touch on Devonta Smith because, dude, he's been talked up at the end of the season by a lot of people because he was – I mean, he week one he had zero points, literally. He had several single-digit performances through the season. But, I mean, early in the season he did flash with a 33-point game week three against yeah. Washington. So it's like, okay, you know you got something – and then he sort of fell into where he was going to get you in the teens or get you single digits. And so it was a little bit yeah, precarious having to play him. And then he had nine points in week 12 against Green Bay. After that, it things changed for him. 23 points against Tennessee, 18 points against the Giants, 20 points against Chicago, Dallas, 33 points, and that was week 16. Obviously, that was the semis. And then 22 and a half points against New Orleans in week 17. I mean, that that's a solid performance for somebody who is a little bit up and down through the early part of the season. So, like, dude, that was huge. And just like you maybe didn't need him to do that. You probably still could have won if he would have been doing what right. he did. But, I mean, just the fact that he came on at that yeah. point in the season for you was just – crazy well halfway through the season i sat him down and i told him hey dude if we want to win a championship either you gotta you step it shit up together you gotta go you gotta go because that's why we got jamar chase in there when i brought jamar chase in he's like, guy right, it's time he started shaking i want to keep yeah i want to keep my spot you know well that's so. the thing you got to be firm but fair as a good yeah. fan for to be a good fantasy manager and and i want to i want to shout out my boy jamal williams i know he didn't finish the season with me but i mean he he was great for me at the beginning of the year. He was a big piece of that trade. And I feel bad that he's not part of the squad because he's a hard worker. He's a great guy. Dude, but and you traded him at the perfect time. I know. Yep. I know. So you I used that, him dude, for his hindsight. best stretch of the season, and you yeah. traded him away. That's that's yep. the best so way to make what it. Was the, what was I, – I think I forget. So what was the exact trade? It was him. Yep, and then DPJ. Another okay. brownies. I knew I could suck Ungi in with a brownie. Yes, player again, dude, you know? right. And then Deshaun for Jamar. At the so. time, I was excited about the potential with Deshaun. And mm-hmm. obviously, that's what Ungi was too. But, and I said this before, but it's like, man, we knew he wasn't going to be amazing right away. Like, I hyped, I was hyped about him for nothing. I, Dude, Tyler, that was Tyler, so smart great. that he he just offered. I mean, that's like the perfect trade package for Ungi. For Ungi, like, yeah. You say no. Know your yeah. opponent. Know who you're trading with, I guess. Yeah. yeah. He needed, yeah, and he had a lot of buys that week. So he needed a starting running back and then a wide out to plug in there. So I'm like, Ungi, perfect time. Because he needed to win again in the playoffs where I'm yep. like, I'm pretty much locked in the playoffs here. I you're, can make yeah, you're, you're long season at that point. Tyler. That, yeah, yeah that's. Oh, sorry. I think picking up Deshaun and just holding him there. I'm yes. like, right, some, someone's going to end up wanting him, uh, especially with Browns fans in our league. Yeah. And Ungi was just the perfect bait. So, speaking, How long you had him for a while? Go ahead, Nick. Sorry. Talking about quarterbacks, I just want to ask, besides Justin Herbert, who did you start at quarterback this season? <laughs> did you cycle through guys from uh, the waivers? I went. I hit the waivers a couple of times. But did you uh, play Andy him? Dalton? I, I started the Red Rocket. Oh Zombie. my god, that must have been the on Red a Rocket. There's no way you started him over Justin Herbert. Herbert might have. It might have been his buy. And Herbert was pretty fucked up. Remember that Chiefs game? He got hit yeah. real good, and his ribs were messed up for a while, so he wasn't playing his best ball. And he didn't have wideouts after the year. I thought yeah, he was but... going to go bonanzas at the end of the year with all his wideouts and him being healthy, but he finished quarterback 12 in our league mm. which is which is good he averaged Still 18 starter. in the in the realm of quarterbacks this season especially like in our league 
like he averaged 18 and a half points and I know average is average. So he got below that at some points and above that at some points, but 18 and a half points is solid. I would that take solid. that from a quarterback week in and week out. I mean, it does suck. He got you literally five points in week 16. Like that's not good. 10 points in week 15. That's, that's not good. You didn't need him, but if you did, you would have been pissed yeah. about that. Oh yeah. But I mean, for him really not panning out for him, getting quarterback 12, you know, over the whole season, he really didn't do that bad for you. Like, no. where did you draft him at? We got to look at draft the the draft recap at some point just to like I put everything in perspective. Uh, McCaffrey first round, then Kelsey second, then CD Lamb. Then I think I went Devontae. Or I don't know. You probably got him in the 50s or 60s, I, I would think. I'm finding it right now. Um, let me see. You had to have got him. 51st. 51st? Okay. What yeah, round is that? Then? No, mm. round five. The third pick in round five. Hmm. So, I mean, not a, not super high draft capital, but I mean, probably definitely higher than you should have drafted him. Like in hindsight, yeah. But uh, definitely solid for your team. I mean, you kept him the whole time. You were trying to trade him away, which was probably the smart move. If thank, you could have got somebody back God for him who was kind of reverse and had like a better back half of the season. Then, but I mean, yeah, that's kind of like what, that's what the mold that I was going for was make it work at quarterback and just have studs the rest of the way down. Yeah. And like you just, your team rocked it obviously this season. So, um, yeah. T, you had 1,900. Oh, wait, wait. You had 2,012 points for on the whole season. You had 1,843 points against. So the differential was 168.9. That's good. That is good. 2012, that's a lot. Is that the most? Um, no, have I had the most. Let me see what that what that looks like. Uh... The one thing I was disappointed about with my team this year was we never got the 200 mark. I wanted to be in the 200s at least. That is another really? impressive part, though. That's interesting that you didn't hit 200. You just basically never. scored good. The like, You never had a bad cons- week, though. Yep. Which I would much prefer because there's like the things like Tom Roth, Luke, you know, people were hitting 200s and then 60s. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler, the 2012 was the second highest of the whole season behind me. And you didn't hit that 200 like mark. So that makes it even more impressive, I think. Yeah. Um, hey, I'll you, take the 2000 club. That's a good club to be in. Yeah. I would much projected... rather the 2000 than the 200 club. Oh, hell yeah. You were projected. 1,977 points on the season. And so you beat that by what, like 50, something like that? Less. But that's good. Um, when you won, on average, you won by 28 points and you lost by 29 points on average. Mm. Which. That's kind of like I feel like that's everybody. That's on the lower end, though, of people. What do you mean, like losing, or like the the margin? Right. Let me let me sort this and all. So basically, like when I won a game, I won by forty six points. When Dylan won, he won by forty four. When Luke won, he won by thirty six. 
And then on the bottom end, Ungi won by 20, Matt won by 24, Blake won by 24, Thomas by 26, Tyler by 28. So, so were you, did you have four losses, Tyler, 10 and four in the regular? Yeah, I lost to Blake twice in the regular season. I lost to Humpies and Hootie. So it was revenge season in the playoffs. That was nice yeah. getting all the teams that beat me in the regular season. I'm like, yeah, fuck you dude. guys. What a trip. If Blake would have beat me three times, if I would have lost to my uh-huh. guy three times, and then in the playoffs knocked me out, oh, my God. That would have been awful. Tyler, your opponents, your opponents basically played their average the whole like every matchup against you. On average, they scored 0.08% more than their average, which is basically zero. So I don't know what exactly what that says. It says you boys don't want to go out and play in a twister. You want to stay yeah, inside. That's you know, what that says. Yeah, get to the basement, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Bitches in the basement, huh? You left 34 and a half points on your bench on average. Which, which is nothing. Is... Probably a defense you're stacked. Yeah. I think that's that's the lowest in the league. Yeah, I, so, I got lucky. I didn't have – I mean, I didn't have to make that many moves because I was healthy pretty much the whole year. Right. That's – and again, like, I don't know if this stat is truly indicative of anything. You have to really use it with other – like, on a week-to-week basis. But, I mean, it, it is impressive that – to me, that points that you're playing the players you need to play. You're not leaving meat on the bench, which I don't think is a bad thing. Like, I would no. – yeah, I'd rather do that. I didn't have tough decisions to make pretty much the whole year. I pretty much knew who I was playing. Whereas I need to shout out a a pit team that I okay. thought did an amazing job managing. Lucas did a what a job he did not being Agreed. at hey. the bottom of the pit. Like he his team was so unlucky at the beginning oh, of yes. the year. I'm like, oh Lucas is only he's gonna be in the bottom <laughs> of the pit. Poor Lucas. But I, I mean he kept was nice about he did losing. not give up. So hell, I agree Lucas, with you, Tyler. Shout out to you, Lucas, for not losing. Shout out, me. Lucas. All right, we love to hear that. I'm sure he will love to hear that as well. Um, I did look into some other thing, like a one other stat, Colin, we hadn't discussed before, and I think this one's kind of interesting. Basically, I was laying out like you won by so many or you lost by so many on average, but. I wanted to look into like how many close matchups everybody was really in. So Tyler, you had three matchups on the season that were decided by 10 points or less. Mm-hmm. And that's like right in the middle. Matt had the most at five. Well, Matt and Josh both had five and I had zero. <laughs> so I was in what? no close matchups either way. Yeah, you either blew you mostly blew teams out, humpies. I either blew them out or got blew out, basically. You didn't so, get blown out much. I mean, I yeah, ten and four. When I did lose, I lost big. If you would have had Brees Hall, oh d- please, please. I know. I, know. <laughs> I brought him. Did you see what I did? I brought him back on my roster ah, for the nice. end of the season. Put him on my arm. Get retired guess, like a snow. Guess what? Just. The exact epitome of my fucking week. I'm like, oh, who will I never play this week? Like, there's no, I wasn't going to play. I, my starting lineup was locked in basically when I made the move. It was just a ceremonial thing, but I dropped um, Raheem Mostert, who would have ended up being the best running back on my roster. 20 points. I 24 <laughs> points. Wow. I'm just like, go, go, go fuck yourself, dude. This is exactly, you know. The epitome did you of draft Tony life. Pollard or did you pick him up? Oh, I drafted him. That's a good draft pick because he is a stud for you. He he carried me the whole season. He did not show up for me in the playoffs, like at the end there. Humpies, he's, I don't use her, but pull up past drama here, buddy. But a big play in that Cowboys Eagles game, I think it was like second down and goal. 
and Tony Pollard was like wide open for a touchdown pass and it didn't happen. And then the next play, CD Dillon got the touchdown instead of him. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> that all right, all right. All right. All right. I'm done. I just, yeah, that's tough. I, I remember seeing remember that play. play. I was like, oh, man, good thing I'm not with Humpies. He'd give me the Yongi treatment right now if he saw the that. The thing live. is, isn't that great, though? Because, like, we really don't care about the Eagles and Cowboys. It's a good rivalry in the yeah. NFL. But, but that's why we're so into the game. On Christmas Eve, that's getting For buzzed ex- up. Oh, dude. Watching oh, oh, your fantasy I was guys. on full tilt after that. I was so fucking pissed. But, yeah. That's why, I mean, obviously, this year I fucking hate fantasy and I'll never play again. But next year, <laughs> that's why I'm excited about fantasy because it gets you into every single game like that. Yeah. So, right. I'm going to miss Random game, week someone and... scores, you're like, oh, who the fuck has him? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Um, Tyler, what else? Well, as the winner, I, I want to bring something up here. So, Tyler mm-hmm. won. He hypothetically should be picking the loser's punishment. Oh, I talked to Hump. Fantastic segue. Yeah. I wanted Tyler. to know what you think. So, well, wait, I guess way. let me let me lay it out real quick. So here's what happened. The with the Bills Bengals thing, they didn't play the game. And they're not going to play the game. So that leaves one of our more important matchups. Thank God it was not one of the matchups for money, because that would have made things very very complicated uh, for the league. Thankfully, we have it's low stakes. It's just a fun. I guess fun in air quotes for some uh, fun in spirit punishments for the loser potential loser would be loser. I should say the matchup was never finished and Shuey and Mike are pressing me as commissioner to not punish either of them. And I can see their point of view, but the spirit of the league is, we created the punishment. Lucas was punished last year. I think it's a fun thing. We should continue. And I want there to be precedent. And, basically, and if, if I'm Tyler and I won, dude, I want to fucking pick a punishment. Right. Part of I, the award for winning the league. And it was not easy to win the league. I mean, I, hopefully Tyler doesn't think that. You no, should get to pick the punishment. So, yeah. Thinking about teams like Tom Roth and Lucas who really worked hard in the pit not to be last place it's Correct. like oh well why the hell did i even try at the end right. of the year i could thank and not even right. pay, open the app up um but i get it if they don't want a punishment but this is what i was thinking so before that happened i was thinking whoever loses i was gonna have them do the beer mile you know mm-hmm. not a bad punishment. and it'd no, be funny I like that they're it's bigger funny. boys so what <laughs> yeah. i'm thinking now is if they'd want to, we could split that off and they each do a half mile and have two beers instead. And they have a race, and Humpies was saying whoever wins the race could get like a bottle of bourbon or something. So make so, it competitive and fun. Because I like that. We we need to have at least determine for if nothing else, we need to determine the basically the end ranks, the end standings of the league. Currently, the computer has Mike losing that matchup. Um, but I think we should have a little competition to finish I like it out. I idea. mean, in the spirit of the we league. You have to get, yeah. If so, you guys want to split last place, split the punishment. Break it in I half. I think like Tyler's idea is good, and maybe they don't agree to it. And I, I, we don't have the teeth, basically. we don't. I can't enforce this punishment. So hopefully they can hear it and understand it's all in good fun or whatever, and it's just for the spirit of the league. Tyler's idea of splitting the mile would be hilarious. I mean, you drink two beers and you run half a mile. And my twist on it would be the loser of the race. Like if you guys literally raced, the loser would be the loser of the league, and you just completed your punishment. That's a there wouldn't be any idea. additional punishment. And yeah. Tyler's Tyler and I suggested maybe even incentivize the race the winner of the way the winner of the race would get maybe a bottle of bourbon something like that 
the loser, the loser gets named. You hear that? Twist, twist will buy the bottle. I'll buy the bottle. I got the cap. I won. Okay. He's like, I'm a double league champ. So we're putting it out. I really, really like the idea. I hope they will accept it because I because because if you think of it, bare bones, half mile. Come on, that's not. Yeah, you can do a half mile. Two years. If I were to lose next year, which ain't gonna happen, but like. I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna do the punishment because I won last year and no one did a punishment. I'm like that's kind of right. bullshit. You know I yep. probably would, but I've, I'd feel I know what you mean. It, it gives you like the precedent's been set at that point. Yeah, there's there can always be an excuse made as to why there shouldn't be a punishment, and like this is obviously insane circumstances. And it is. and Shuey made and Mike they both made a great point. What I want to I want to press a punishment on one of my friends over a game that someone nearly died in like that's terrible I don't want that you know no no yeah. that I totally guess. makes sense as to why uh, it's just, if, if they don't want to bullshit. accept it then fine but this is a fun friendly league and you know, I think that's not that punishment get no, us all together you know drink some beers and watch two big boys yeah. chuck it out yeah push it that out. would suck for me but I would do it I'm just saying. You know, and, and like I asked Mike, I said, if it was someone else and would you and you were making the decision whether they were punished or not, would you make someone else do one of these punishments in this situation? Yeah. And he said no. And I believe him. But I just think like the spirit of the league. They should have to do something. And if if for no other reason at all. I'm surprised that neither of these guys have a winning mentality and neither of them want to finish the fucking matchup. That's to me, that's the biggest thing. Like I can understand. Maybe you don't want to be punished, but find a way to finish it. You're going to tell me you tied that game. Go ahead. That'll be the only tie of the season and it'll be a tie so that neither of you guys are punished. That seems like a pussy way to go out. Oh, yeah. So I'll extend the challenge. I think you guys should do the half mile this- race. Yeah, what, that's me the and best Tyler idea. will buy Tyler's the bottle idea. of bourbon for the winner of the race and we'll crown the loser the loser and their punishment will have been served with the race itself. So I think it's the best way to go about it. Yeah, well, that's my favorite idea for sure. We haven't presented it to Shuey and Mike yet, but I'm going to text them today. I think it's I think it's a good idea. And if they don't want to do it, I can't force Whatever. them to do it. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah, what it not is, a big I'll, deal. Bad you know what? juju for them though. Bad juju. They ain't gonna win no championship. Bad juju, year. and it's a it's a long, cold off season, boys. Oh yeah. And we're gonna have a lot of time to think and stew over this season. And guess what? There will be some name calling. I, I can guarantee you that there will be some shaming going on. If uh, you know, they don't decide to man up and do what they need to do here. So, I'll just leave it at that. Ooh. And I, boy, I, I, that's I think a commissioner it's just, I get behind right there. Hell yeah. <laughs> Put your foot down. I mean, there's nothing I can do if they don't want to do it. I'll, no, I I'll won't be, be mad at, at them at I all. I won't be mad. I just it. think it's but a great we, idea. They they don't get mad at us for dogging them all off season yeah. all of next year. So Fair I mean, I don't know about Mike. Up, I, played boy? Fo- <laughs> I played football with Shuey for several years, and I know he's a competitive person. I fucking know that. And he basketball pick up basketball game me and Shuri have ever played we always go 100 because that's the type of competitors we are so it is surprising to me that he wouldn't want to at least i can understand why you don't want to get the punishment but at least determine who won that matchup which i guess we'll say determines the loser of the league so i mean what would fine charter and trucker say about that sure oh. Yeah, should I call? Should I text Trucker and see what he says? Pussy boy. Yeah, you should text text Truck. But whatever, whatever they want to do, you know, I'm not. I'm I'm just happy I won. Hell of a season for you, T. Great, Colin. Hell of a season for you too. I mean, yep, that's a way to finish. Cooper Cup. I forgot Colin had freaking Cooper Cup on his damn team. He was devastated. Yeah, Devontae Williams probably still my highest score. Cooper Cup still was like one of the best receivers in the league, and he played half the season. God, what pick did you get him with? Third, uh, fourth, fourth. Are you, you're Overall. right behind me. 
I can't believe Humpy Hugh got Jefferson at like eight. What that was what a steal. That's not going to happen next year. I can almost guarantee you he's going to go in the top three next year. What What's wild is I I don't even know if I would have picked him where you picked him at eight. Oh man, I knew that was who I was. That's who I wanted the whole time. That was your dog. Yeah. Yep. I got him in like three leagues. Three out of my four. All right. Tyler, any other shout outs? You gave you gave some great shout outs on this well, episode. I have to shout out you, Humpy, for a hell of a year of fantasy man. And this podcast is my great. goodness. Thank you. I was I'm not setting listen. I was not setting you up to get, I still listen flowers. every day. I've listened to every pod. We'll oh continue to do so. So keep them coming. Biggest fan. Let's go. You got you two are just Oh, perfect for this. Let me Colin's ask you that. Big brain over there. I Tyler. Research, and then I know you just get locked into things, Humpy. So this Tyler, is great. Do you think there's any correlation between the the listening slash making the listening to slash making of the podcast and doing well Matt in the league? Because you and Matt, one and two in the league, I think we're our two biggest fans. I mean, shoot, we got we got a ton of fans out there, but you guys are very vocal about how much you listen and how I would much say you care about the pod. And obviously me and Colin care about it. And we got three and four. So boom, and top four. So if Oh, no, I listen to you guys. I take your advice too. I don't take it at all, but I definitely listen. And I knew what you guys were doing <laughs> playoff time, end of the year. You guys weren't talking about my team or my – matchups at all and i'm like i know what to do and they don't want to give me any advice you're so right you want to go and talk about my matchup for two minutes here come on i want at least 10 minutes of break it down but no dude i I fucking love i love that you noticed that you know what colin we got to take that into account like we got we got to just start talking about our fans give them what they want everybody wants to be you know the uh, topic of discussion on the podcast so <laughs> i love that but well, anyways it, it was almost like you, tyler's team is so good it's like yeah look at this matchup like that's no all, fucking that, free advice fuck you so pretty good. much what it was you were pretty much the lebron of the league it's like well shit we can't just talk no, about how amazing no. lebron is year no, out of year. do not call me the lebron of the league. <laughs> <laughs> do not tyler won his one championship and now he's gonna what go back to uh playing for the lakers so so Wow, Colin, I like your idea on that one. Uh, the last podcast, I think it was, was about a double, like a double champion gets a, their own pot of money. That would be that's a great idea. Yeah, double but champion. When, yeah, if you win it, like, oh, like back, we put the stack back. Right, right, right. I do. But like when are you going to start that though? Because it's kind of it'd be kind of unfair for us to just do it this year. Because I mean, I'd have an unfair advantage because I already. Well, um, I mean, it's gonna have to start with. Someone being sometimes, yeah, at some point, yeah. Also, we also, Tyler. I mean, you have an unfair advantage, but the other thing is like the pot is basically nothing. We could basically yeah, set aside yeah. like what a hundred bucks next year, yeah. So, I really wouldn't want to win it. I mean, I, of right. course, imagine I'd it goes like but... sure. a decade. Oh, yeah, dude, that's that's the thing because it's it's more than likely, it's not like a keeper league where it's easy to win year after year, like Tyler was saying earlier. So, more than likely, it's a double back like a back-to-back is going to be tough to do so it probably hopefully will go a while before it happens but tyler here's an idea since our winning pot is 600 bucks that's a pretty good pot for fantasy oh yeah yeah what would you think if like each year the winner out of their winnings like we'll buy them i'll go to the hall of fame and buy them a jersey of their MVP of the team. Like you'll get Christian. Yeah, McCaffrey I love that idea. I love that. I mean, I'm gonna it, go, it comes I'm out gonna of go your buy myself a Christian McCaffrey. That's what I, honestly. That. That's what I would have done. I would have bought that's a Justin Jefferson jersey if I would have won. But um, yeah, dude, I love that. I like idea. that idea. And it's like you know, it's tough. You're not always gonna go out and buy that jersey, but like if you win and you have it, at the NBC, and guess guess yeah. what? Guess what you'll be wearing to uh, the draft next season. That, that fucking Christian fucking McCaffrey jersey, jersey. Yeah. you I'm better a, fucking I might believe pick it. One up today and wear it to the banquet. Oh hell yeah, dude! Ooh. Flexing. Good luck. Yeah. Flexing. I mean, especially when What's I have boys? Him in both of my leagues. Ooh. Yeah, dude. That man Tom just and Blake, eight hundred bucks. So I mean, obviously it's your money. It's the winner's money. So we won't make it mandatory. But I think that's a nice little tradition. Nice little wrinkle. You oh, show like up that. in your champion's jersey. So 
Um, another idea I had, I'm sure you guys have thought of it already, but no, for like extra money and like just how to spread out some more money is just do a weekly high score, give them like 15 bucks. You ever thought yeah, about that? I like that. I think next season I'm not going to pay out. I'm not going to do a rivalry week that gets paid out. I'm going to do more yeah. of what you're talking about where it's like the weekly high score will get 15 bucks. And more other little incentives. I really like that idea. Because if you look at it this year, it would have been some random people getting that 15. You know, it's not always going to be like you and. Oh, yeah. No, there was more than just the top contenders would have got that. I mean, shit, Dylan cracked 200 like twice. Tom 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 Ross. Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, we already talked about it, but I really like the idea of having two matchups in a week where you play this the weekly average so that there's more wins and losses and like if you lose to the if you have a great week but you lose to the guy who had the best like score of the week it's not all negative yeah. basically Tyler what do you think about that cuz i don't know I, i'm undecided on that one say that again hopis basically you play two matchups in the same week you play against your opponent and then you play okay. against the weekly average. Oh yeah, average. Nah, I mean, so I mean, yeah, just it's you're in the weeds there. I think it's yeah. not a bad idea, but I mean, it just changes. It just about. changes the yeah. It's something to talk about. It just changes the format slightly. It makes your records. It makes the records more varied because, like, the whole season, half the team has the same record, which is fine. And it keeps things I kind of like that battle though. But yeah. imagine you could you could win two games in in one week and you know you can jump up a little bit or fall down a little bit. I mean, I just think it changes it a little bit more. And yeah. you don't even have to do any more. Like it's just more kind of on me, and it's really not that hard to track. So yes, I think it's worth consideration. And I guess, geez, the two champs don't really seem too on board with it. So We'll put it to a vote to all the lowlings in the league and see what they think. A big thing, your off-season duty here, buddy. Oh, yeah. Let me hear it. We need to get that boys trip out to some cabin to do our games. We need to. I think that would be an amazing Agreed. Okay. Agreed. So, all right. I think next week at the banquet would be a good time to sit everyone down and kind of go over their calendars and see when a good time is. That's a good point. Make a trip out. I'm going to, before the Good idea, Todd. I'm going to send out a preemptive text so that people look at their calendars before the banquet so we can okay. talk a little bit and have a little bit. Because people will be like, oh, yeah, I got to look. And then, like, we won't be able to really discuss it more at the banquet. I would be I very think. guilty of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. And then I'll just, you know. But, Tyler, that's nah. a great call. I think I think like that, would that be I know we're talking about Hawking so many Hills, traditions, yes, but, I mean, it's our friends. We should have great, great traditions between our friends. And, like, that. how insanely fun would that be if we did, like, once a year for our fantasy Olympics, basically? Yeah. That'd be sweet. Oh, my God. All right. I think, love I think it. that's probably going to be easier than, like, doing all the separate individual events. Just find one weekend where everyone's free. Yeah. All right. I love it. Cool. All right. Let's wrap this up. Thank you. Tyler the Twister, our current champ. Champ boy, congrats. Yep. Oh, thank you guys. Like I said, I appreciate this podcast and you guys' hard work. I mean, this is how I found out about Hootie's baby. I was like, what? I was listening. What? We were the break. Holy shit. I mean, I'm not on social media or anything. Me so either, <laughs> I'm like, holy hell. Yeah, we like, break I had news. to replay. I'm like, did they say he had his baby? I'm like, fuck. Yeah. That's actually so crazy. Him, like, I love that. When you got it, heard it. I'm like, dude. <laughs> so. Holy yeah, shit. It's like word of mouth. Way to, way to keep everyone connected here, Hump. It's, yeah, I mean, dude, it's just a it. lot of fun. And, and, the, and the production, dude. I don't even know what you do, to be honest. Like how you say it's, uh, it's you not guys. It's not too in-depth. It's pretty Well, you should say it's really in-depth because I believe it. Yeah. Do you I really work. have people overseas that listen to this? Or you just fuck around and say that? Um, there, if the um, analytics on this website that I post the you know, pods with, is to be believed, then yeah, there's, and I mean, not a lot. Most of our listeners are here in Ohio. 
and most of those listeners are in Canton, which makes sense. But <laughs> and most, yeah, and most uh, of them are in our fantasy group. There <laughs> are a few people from overseas that have downloaded every episode, so that's insane. <laughs> that is insane. I don't know. Like, I hope it's uh, you know, gonna be some kind of bot. That's something. It is like some bot. Some, like, it's like China or Russia stealing exactly. our data. Like spy or <laughs> something. They're not listening at all. <laughs> I like to think it's fans, so we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Oh, yeah. Thank you to all my overseas fans. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Tyler. I am Commissioner Humphreys. As always, thank you. Peace. Okay, Tyler, next oh, time yeah. I see you, I'll be handing off that trophy. Boy, oh, I can't wait. Yeah. We'll have a, a couple right. pods before then. All right. Later, Peace, boys. boys.